name is Paul Ciampanelli. My name is Kirk Pinjohn. And this is the show for which every episode we choose a musical topic and we watch video clips about that topic and talk about the clips, right, Kirk? Hells yeah. Hey, Kirk, welcome back. Oh, 2022 it's is our 2022. year. Oh, the future's here. The holidays are over. Yep. We're just here in regular-ass January. I like January and February. I do too, actually. And yeah. I'm real excited because we got a big year for Music oh, Raygun. Oh, it's the biggest year yet. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming up. Uh, this episode is going to be good. Oh, so excited about this episode. In the next couple of months, we've got our fifth anniversary show. We've been married five years. And the, yeah, that's right. And then right after that, we've got our 100th, 200th episode. <laughs> Does that mean our 20,000th episode? No, it means no. our 100th proper episode, if you include all of our mini episodes and our pandemics, all of all of the uploads combined, yes. it'll be 200 episodes well, of Music Radio. That's insane. Right yeah. Five years and 200 episodes. Good for us. They said we couldn't do it. No, everyone doubted us. We shoved it in their face. Stupid-ass motherfuckers. (laughs) We're the kings of this bitch. Yes. Uh, With all of our many listeners and millions of dollars. Oh, my God. We almost have too much money. We're almost making too much money from this podcast. Cost us both money money every month to do it. Worth it. But that's because we do it for ourselves. Hell yeah. And not for any of you. Uh, Kirk, what's the topic for this episode? Probably one of the most important episodes we're doing in our five-year history. Yeah. Synthesizers. Synthesizers. Every once in a while we do an episode that focuses on one instrument. Mm -hmm. This has been... It's 2022 now. We've been planning on doing this episode since 2019. Yes. Oh my god. Because in 2019, I made the schedule for all the episodes we were going to do in 2020. (laughs) Yeah. And then the coronavirus hit the world. And we did, like, none of those episodes in 2020. Yeah. When we got back together in the middle of last year, we started doing some of those again. Yep. We finally got around to doing synthesis. Finally. I'm going to give a hot take. Yeah. Uh, both you and I play a little bass. Mm-hmm. But to me, I have some ways synthesizer is more important to my musical upbringing. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Like, we, we, we know that. We can intuit that. Yeah. All the music that you like and talk about all the time. Yeah. Prince and heavy, heavy on the scent, Teddy Riley, all Teddy Riley, yeah. and even a little bit of any well, that 80s shot day, yeah. and I don't know, any of that stuff you like is very synthy, yes. Uh, mean, not so much, but there's plenty of plenty of stuff I do love that includes synths. I, I, I it's not like the bedrock mm-hmm. of my musical taste, like it is for you, but I love synths. I'm wondering at some point because I never know what you're bringing. Mm-hmm. At one point, are you gonna bring some weirdo? Who's just like banging on synthesizers with? I'm not. Okay, I'm not. I left Jean Michel Jarre out of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, you know, after we did Rough Trade, I'm like, you've had enough of Paul music for a while. I'm not going to throw any avant-garde electronic artist at you. I'm not going to do Jean Michel Jarre. I'm not going to do Bruce Hack. I'm not going to do. <laughs> I left. I, it's. It, we're going pop for this. Which is interesting because, for me, the big thing that I was proud of is I was like, hey, I don't have all 80s music on here. Yeah, no, we're going to do some stuff from the 70s. Uh, The first thing that we're going to watch is maybe the closest we'll get to that weirdo Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But she's not a weirdo. It's Wendy Carlos. You know who Wendy Carlos is? I don't think I do. She uh, 
helped develop the Moog synthesizer. Oh, okay, I should know. And that. she did the music for Clockwork Orange, so oh, you know like that sound. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And she famously did an album called Switched on Bach, which was like basically a demo for the Moog. I know was, Switched, I know the name yeah. Switched on Bach. So that's Rhode Island's own Wendy Carlos. Oh, nice. So this is just an interview from the 80s on the BBC that she did where she kind of talks about the Moog and like demonstrates it and just it's just an interview with oh, Wendy cool. Carlos for a few I years. love the sound of the Moog. Yeah. Oh well, what years the is that? 89 electronics made it possible to recreate music from its component parts. It's tones. Giant equipment. Giant equipment. You're like, this is as high-tech as it gets. Yeah. Things will never get more high-tech than this. Why is there a cat on her shoulder? Why is there a Siamese cat on her shoulder? Oh, because she rules. <laughs> oh, my Sorry, God. Sorry, I know you're not a cat guy, but I 17 am. seconds in, and there's a cat on her shoulder. Yeah. Well, good half of Clockwork Orange. When did that in her it's, it's enormous. It's a desk. It's so big. It's a desk. Yeah, like and then all the shit around it too. Oh my god! Yeah, but they that, they designed that and built it in what the early seventies, late sixties, yeah. early seventies. Yeah. Also, yeah, there's two cats. Yeah, there are a couple. Okay, cats. Yeah. is one of the pioneers of synthesized sound. Her controversial versions of the classics, created entirely electronically, put machine-made music on the <laughs> Yeah, pause it. These cats. There's a. This is a great shot. Oh my god. Of some piece of electronic equipment, and both of the Siamese cats are just lying down on it, <laughs> just warming themselves in the meatloaf position. I, I, is that what that's called? That's what I, that's what my family always called it. That's genius. Yeah, I love it because I could possibly care less, but I could see you going, "Oh, I love this video because it's about technology and Moog and cats." Yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's a real vibe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listening to the A track and we're mixing sort of playing the role of the conductor putting together in this case a pair of tracks which has all of the string section it sounds like this well, so all of the wires coming out of this it's, one this looks so complicated yeah. to operate as opposed to what synthesizes this nice solo that's split up into two tracks it reminds me of back when we did our um TV theme song episode mm -hmm. and we watched a clip of how the BBC Radiophonic Workshop built the Doctor Who theme mm. back when they had to like yes. record things onto tapes and then cut the tapes and then like pitch them down and splice them together yep. and it was all very like analog and handmade. Yes. This is like the step between that and like keyboard synthesizers as we know Exactly. Them. Let's put them all together. But this sound is also like unique. It needs a little more yes. Echo. I mean, it's like very working like the board of a st uh, the yeah, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. Her early work was with a Moog synthesizer. Though it's a museum it's piece like now. But it buttons and knobs and look at all that. It it's looks like insanity. It's, she looks like you know on uh, when you see a TV show or a movie of. The 50s and 60s or something where they had like the switchboard phone operators where they take yes. all the plugs out yes. of the different things and stick them. There's that much wiring so and much plugs stuff. and equipment that she had to manipulate to, to oh, play the synthesizers. It works by first generating these harsh, wow. bright sounds made up of many pure tones played together. And again, I love it because it's like 
This is the height of technology. Yeah. <laughs> we pass these bright waves into a filter, which in this case, literally like your tone controls on a hi-fi set, uh, remove portions or boost portions of the sound. We can make it sound very dull, quite pure. Oh, look at that. Or very bright. And you can do this dynamically in time, so... Sort of percussive will make it open up. Sit up there. But you have to play with all of those plugs and wires yeah. to get the sound you want. Now, wait, are we saying that this was recorded in 1989? Yeah, so by now, this is already very old. Yeah, I was about to say, okay. And, yeah, yeah. and, the, and so the framing is like, <laughs> look at how it used like, to be yes. 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Tones together with little control, its sounds were crude. Soon, it was overtaken by a second revolution. Controlling individual tones by computer. Unlike the uh, Moog synthesizer, we're not going to be taking away, tearing down bits of a very bright wave. Instead, we're going to put together little overtones, pieces of sounds. I just want to put a put together, <laughs> like a yeah. little bit of the Rhode Island, Island little bit of the Rhode Island. Because she out sounds there. and talks like a scientist, right? And then you get that little bit put together. Yeah, there it was. Fall out of there. Fall out of there. And that right kid. Yeah. Instead, we're going to put together little overtones, pieces of sounds. Uh, characteristic of all sounds and uh, assemble them additively rather than subtracting parts that we don't want. Parts, parts, yeah. By adding tones one at a time, Wendy Carlos is able to build precisely the sound she wants. This is the beginnings of a xylophone. Now, obviously, if we want to make it that sound like a xylophone, we're going to have to make it speak more quickly. So I'll shorten the attack from being about a half a second. Oh my god, it's still so much involved. Yeah. There. Now it's getting on almost instantaneously, but it's lasting too long. Let me drop that down a bit. Ah, this is much. The more fact that she's doing this by ear, yeah, that she's like, oh, that's that's lasting too long. What do you mean it's lasting too long? How do you, how do you know that? Well, just because you know when you hit a xylophone, when it doesn't, there's not like a lot of sustain. It just kind of goes blink. Yeah, it's not like. Meh. But the fact that she can be hear that instantly to me is just like wow. Yeah, but also just that even even with this now more advanced piece of technology, you still have to manipulate the yes. individual sounds to get it to where you want it. Um, but then that's what gets programmed in, I guess. So then when you buy the unit, you just hit the xylophone button. And yes, this and is the sound that they made. Yeah. But this is how they make it. That one sounds pretty good. So I'll take that pattern and play a simple music phrase. Now she specifies three more pure tones in the proportion she already knows a real xylophone produces. What? I'll put in all four of them. Oh! Now, this is something that's very close to being a replica of a xylophone, but there's an element that's missing, and that is the hammer noise that you get with a real instrument when the mallet impacts against the wood. For this final touch, she adds an electronic shake to each sound component. Wow! Isn't that cool? That's amazing. Oh, shit! Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Oh my Isn't god, that? that's so weird. Yeah. God, it's just fucking that's genius. Why it's a, that's, they synthesize it. That's why it's a synthesizer. A synthesizer? Yeah. Synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. With all the different parts. <laughs> With all the different parts. Yeah. I'm a genius. Yeah. So that had to be the first Yeah, clip, that makes that's sense. just like how they... How it started. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think of synth as like... 
that sort of lasery synthy sound. You yeah, like no, they have lots of different sounds. Yeah, it's all not all just the eighties. Yeah, sound. yeah. So this next group, I'm glad you picked because I had already picked them and it freed me up to pick something else. Oh, good, yeah. Because of course we're going to talk about Kraftwerk. Fuck yeah, we are Kraftwerk. Yeah. I'm surprised that you chose them though, because I didn't know that you know or like Kraftwerk that much. I'll tell you why. Once we play it, and I know them because of this song, Trans Europa Express. Okay, that was my question was do you have a particular connection to this particular song yes because uh, it's different from what i picked uh so I, oh wait what? are you gonna say what you picked or are you gonna say it for yeah i'll say i was just gonna show a live performance of electric cafe i know electric cafe because that's the one that speeded yeah. up is the theme song to sprockets <laughs> oh i didn't know that it was speed up. Is, is it really yeah Oh, that's genius. I had no idea. Yeah. But this is, I mean, this is one of their more famous songs, yeah. Trans Europe Express. So. I mean, and this is the video that was on MTV2. Yes. And it's a, it's such a, like, on brand video of, like, here's pictures of trains. Yeah. Black and white. Black and white. And then they show pictures of the band mm -hmm. in the train, just kind of talking. That's the video. Very German. It's like the most human they ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Obviously, Chandrapa Express is big to me because one, uh, um, African Bambada took it for Planet Rock. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. yes. That's that, right. That's not my big connection, but that that was the big thing. And, yeah. And so then immediately Kraftwerk became into hip hop, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. So you would hear Planet Rock, and then once you find out that it was Kraftwerk, yeah, you go back and listen to Chandrapa Express. Right. Um. And that, that just a little, a little shuffle. And then that. This bit, yeah. yeah. That's the hook. That's the hook. Uh, yeah. Okay, this is a great song. You can't quite dance to it. Ah! Thank you for the segue, Paul. You can. If you buy the mix? No, because there is a dance to it. Oh, a uh, dance for There's this There's a song. line dance for it. Okay. That's how I know this. Really? It is so... When I was 15 in Cleveland, I was one of the teen hosts for a teen talk show called Jet Set. It was it was uh, Kid Lachos. Have you mentioned that before? I might have mentioned. I have it on video. I'll okay. show you one day. Okay. It's 15 year old me talking about stupid shit. Yeah. And interviewing like rock bands and, and teens. So it was a Kid Lachos show for teens by teens. And um, I was one of the hosts, mm -hmm. and one of the girls, Chelsea, threw a garage party, mm -hmm. like in her garage, one uh, Saturday, and I went to it, and they played Trans Europe Express, and there was a whole line dance to it that I learned from that. Wow. It's a little bit like The Hustle. Um, it's a little slower. It's not a lot of moves to it, but I, I remember- I can't imagine that there would be. Yeah. But it's, there's a lot of stepping forward, stepping back, yeah. turning, turning. Um, so there was a whole dance that we did. And we, I swear to God, we did it for like a half an hour. Was it official or was it something that Chelsea I choreographed? I thought it was official because everyone knew it. Yeah, okay. She didn't teach it. It was just me there going, oh, what is this? And she's yeah. like, this is Trans Europe Express. And huh. so there was a whole dance. We did it for like a half hour. It was great. Did you check YouTube to see if there was a video of the I dance? I didn't, and I'm like, why haven't I done that yeah. now? I have to see. So maybe it's, it was either a thing, yeah, or it was a thing at her school. Right. It like they came up with it. They yeah. came up with it at, at Cleveland Heights High. 
I mean, obviously Kraftwerk is essential to electronic music, mm-hmm. but it, it's all like this. It's pretty spare. It's yeah. not like beat heavy at all. Yeah. Although I misunderstood Kraftwerk when I first knew them because I think I was still in high school. I went like, I was at like the mall mm-hmm. and I wanted to, I had read about Kraftwerk and so I bought a Kraftwerk CD and I bought the only CD they had. Which was called The Mix. And it was all remixes and it was released in like the early 90s. Okay. But I didn't, re- they were dance remixes. Oh, okay, yeah. And I didn't real like I listened to that album a lot before I ever heard like any of the original mixes and I thought like, oh, like it's dance music. Oh, yeah. Like it was, re- it was much more recognizable as like the electronic music yeah. that you know and can dance to. It had beats added to yeah. it and was much poppier. Yeah. Um, so then when I heard like the original versions of many Kraftwerk songs, I was like, oh, this is a lot more German yes. <laughs> than yeah. I realized. But pretty listenable. Like I... Um, it's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I put it on for work. Yeah. Like I'll just put it on the background for work and just, 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 you kind of just groove to it while yeah. you're doing your thing. Yeah. I mean, I still like them, but yeah, but yeah it's... Uh, it's it's super German yeah. and very like spare. And yes, kind of, yeah. but they influence like so many people. Yeah, anyone who ever made electronic music. Yeah, and then yeah. even in with hip hop. Yeah, I mean, we got like we got Wendy Carlos and Kraftwerk out of the way. It's like okay, there's the origins of, <laughs> yes. of synth music for yeah. you. Uh, okay, so my next clip. I don't know why you picked this, but I'm so happy. You yeah, did. you wouldn't think so. I was like, I fucking love this song. Yeah, because there's a synth in it. Because there's a great little, it's just a tiny little bit of yeah. color that the synth adds. And you think, oh, that's it. That's not really enough to count the synth. But then the end of the song ends with a synth solo. Yes. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's probably one of my top five, possibly top three favorite one-hit wonders oh, ever. Oh, okay. It's Driver's Seat by Sniffing the Tears. Sniffing the Tears. One of the great <laughs> band names, One too. of the great band names. I, I, true. I don't know yeah. what else they've ever done. No, Ever. pure one hit yes. wonder. Yeah, um, and I just I love the synth on this. Oh, it's that so part good. that goes. Yes, you know, every few seconds. Yeah, and that's really all they need. And then a great solo at the end. Yeah. Also, not for nothing, but uh, from when we used to work together, remember Joe Classic? Yeah. He said that the guitar solo at the end of the song is his favorite guitar solo. <laughs> What's so random? Yeah, that is so random. Also, also a great song. A great needle drop from Boogie Nights. Oh, I'll tell my since you brought, I wasn't going to tell the story, but since you brought it up, I'll I'll tell the okay. story. But let's start the video. Have you ever seen the video? Never seen the video, and it's I've, just a great band. Honestly, when you put it, I was like synthesizer, and now I'm totally remembering the synthesizer because yeah. it's kind of a it's a rocker. Oh, it's a rocker. Yeah. Also, one of those great '80s bands where everyone in it looks like they're from a different band. Yes, like the guy doing in the back. Yeah, the background. Yeah. Oh, they are all different bands. <laughs> this song is so cool. It's so cool. And then there's a guitarist that looks like he belongs in Journey. And then there's yep. the random backup singer. The drummer looks like he belongs in The Knack. Ah, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> the guitar is good. There it is. There it just is. That Did sound it? throughout yeah. the song. It's just that. Yeah. Until the solo. But, but, it adds but that it. adds so yeah. much to it. Yeah, it yes. does. Yep. It, it takes it to like a next level because it's not just it becomes more than just a rocker. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, these guys don't belong together. They're all on different shelves. That's what the early 80s was like? Yeah. That that little bit makes yeah. it an 80s song, yep. not a 70s song. Yeah, the, the, the synthesizer is one of my favorite parts of the yeah. song. If you took the synthesizers out, you'd be like, oh, this is a song from the 70s. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. The, the interplay of the of the guitar is great on this, and then the color from the synth. Is great. Yeah, because it is a, it's a guitar heavy song. Yeah, but then you hear that synth and it makes it a little special. Yeah, it's not new wavy, but it has a synth. Yeah, it does. So the story I want to tell is: Have I ever tell you about how I kept seeing porn star Nina Hartley at Gelson's? Yes. Okay. The first time I ever saw Nina Hartley at Gelson's, and Nina Hartley appears in the movie Boogie Nights. Yes, as uh, uh, William William uh, Macy's wife. Right. Yeah. So I was in Gelson's. I get in line for the cash register. She's in line in the cash register. She looks like a million bucks. She's just sort of on her phone waiting her turn, but she's not wearing. Well, you know, you see celebrities at the supermarket yeah. in LA, and you just see them in their, you know, their sweatpants and t-shirts, mm-hmm. like all of us. Because they're people, but Nina Hartley looked great, and I swear, like I saw, there was like an aura around her. She just looked like a million bucks, and driver's seat was playing on the on the oh, supermarket. And you're just like, well, you must have been like, keep it together, Paul. Yeah, and I was keep like, I recognized it as a song from the Boogie Mike Night yeah. soundtrack, and I'm like, there's Nina Hartley from Boogie Nights, ah. '80s porn star Nina Hartley. Yeah, and it was just like, this is like a, this is one of the most excellent L.A. celebrity sightings yes. you could ever have. Only in L.A. does that happen. Yeah. Ugh. And I and I saw her there more times after that, but never again was this... And, like, the, it could have been another song from the soundtrack, but yeah. this was the perfect... This is the perfect one. Yeah. Like, you almost wanted to go, like, hey, Nina, here, yeah. you hear this? <laughs> and she's like, shut up. I, I, yeah, no, I wasn't going to bother. Yeah. <laughs> but you're just, like, biting your tongue, like, ah, don't say it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And once I saw her at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> she must live around here. Though. Oh, yeah. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Here's the synth song. That's, right? yeah. yeah. Let me back it up again a little bit just to... It's a great fade out. It is. It? I've never... Like, the synth never really meant that much to me until yeah. now. You don't think of it as a synthy song, no. but this is... That's all I think. Yeah. That's all I hear now. It's amazing that you brought that up. Yeah. Because I just think of that guitar riff. And yeah, it's kind exactly. of it's pulsating. And then you're like, oh, no, there's a cool synth sound. The synth really elevates. Yeah, and that makes it 80s. Yeah. Oh. I, picked, I picked out the clips... For this episode in 2019, and that was maybe the first one I picked. I was gonna guess that this had to be one of the first ones you picked. Yeah, because it's unexpected, but it's like, no, there's awesome synth in yeah. driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about your next clip. Oh, this is my first one. I, I think. think we've done this on the show before. No, we've talked about it because we talked about. We never watched the video. No. Oh, it's so good. We talked about it on uh, New Romantics of uh, the guy. Oh yeah, we talked about yeah. This is the Human League. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, we also might have talked it on Rough Trade because didn't the guy there was a guy in a band who then joined Human League because he wrote this? Yes. Okay. Uh Martin something? Was it the was it the guy from uh Young Marble Giants? Might no. Have. I don't remember, but at, at, yeah. at any rate, I think we had this video in an episode like years ago. Mm. 
But that's fine. Let's watch yep. it again because it's it's both of our favorite human lead it's song. Parenthetical, keep feeling, keep feeling, fascination. fascination. The not better. don't you want me? The the most famous human lead. That song. song's overplayed. Yeah. Uh, if I have to be true to my heart, my favorite one is Human mm-hmm. because it was produced by Teddy Ryan. Teddy Ryan. Not Teddy Ryan. Uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, okay. Yeah. I maybe like Mirror Man a little bit more than oh, this, Mirror Man. Probably, okay. probably. Fascination's got that that bass hook. That's yeah, and a, and a fun little video. Yeah. But like... Yeah, one of the early 80s uh, synthy new wave bands. When I heard this, I was like, this is great. This weird opening where they have like the you are here on yes. the map, and then they zoom into the house, and the orange dot from the map, like the whole house the is whole painted house is orange. orange. And that's essentially the hook of the video. Because they're in the house singing, and that's it. And what I always think is like, they didn't have the computers or the budget. That's what I'm wondering. To to fake that, did they really paint that whole building? Or is it a sur- model? Or is it a model? I feel like it's a model. Okay. And then they later did something outside. And then, they, but as they zoom closer, see they did a, fa- a, a, a dissolve. Oh yeah, I guess this is all a model. Yeah. Well, this part's not a model, right? Because we go then in. Then it goes into yeah. like a studio. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill Oakley. Yeah. This song is so good. Now, yeah. reading the new romantic stuff about the Human League, they're one of the, particularly Phil Oakley, is one of those, he's a little pissy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, everyone wasn't as good as Human League. Human League should have done more. It had to be bigger. <laughs> and people were biting them. And, but, like, they were, like, around for a while, way early. And then they just found these two women in a club. They were girls. Yeah. And they're like, hey, um, do you sing? Do you want to be in a band? And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then they're in now. All of a sudden, they said, all of a sudden, we're in this group called Human League. Yeah. And we're doing videos for Don't You Want Me and Fascination. And yeah. they're like 16 or 17. Oh, really? They're that yeah. young? Maybe 18, 19. But yeah. Okay. And making money, presumably. Yeah. But they're like, it was just so weird. Yeah. But, yeah, much better than Don't You Want Me. Are they actually singing those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they actually sang. Uh, it's just a fun song. Yep. You know what I like about Phil Oakley, too, is, you know, everyone at the time was uh, wearing makeup and being androgynous. <laughs> but he went the extra mile to wear some real, like, thick, dangly earrings. Yes. Which wasn't... Like a common no, you wore an earring, but it wasn't so dangly, right? And he like, like he's kept, wearing like Granny's earrings. He <laughs> he kept that look for a while. Yeah, and he looks cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the time they did um, Human about um, Human, yeah, it was like '86. Most of them were gone. It was just I think it was just Phil and the blonde. <laughs> Should have changed the band name to Phil the Blonde. Phil and the Blonde. Yeah, and then and then I think I've told the story before. We're like, Timmy, uh, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis, just like, here's the song. It's yeah. gonna be a hit. Just sing it. <laughs> and they sang it, and Phil Oakley's like, I don't really like that song. And like Terry Lewis has been on record going, Yeah, but it's number one, and he got paid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the thing where like they keep the soccer ball into the red. Oh, and right. The soccer ball becomes red. So they did paint that street that, orange that, for that car, yeah. yeah, and the car, yeah. yeah. Oh, those are dangly grandma earrings. Yeah, I love how the girls dance. Yeah, because it's so unprofessional, yes. but it's real fun. Yeah. 
I just like seeing people have fun. <laughs> In videos, yeah, it's great. But there's a pretentiousness to the human league, but not... It, they they cut it a little bit in this movie. They yeah, yeah. they were definitely pretentious. Just hearing about Phil Oakley back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about like we were trying to do this and stuff. And like no, you're making a synthy pop song. It's just and there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. I'll bet he hates this video. I'll bet the uh, the concept <laughs> was someone else. Yeah, the girls love it, and Phil's like, good. It's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do something like that. And then he co-wrote it and didn't do it on his own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you pull back and it's still red. Yeah. That's actually for the 80s. You go, that's a real clever video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly band performance, but at least they're not just like on stage. Yeah. And, like, yeah. With like a, you know, yeah. smoke bombs. Yeah. I mean, the Human League had to be in this episode. Yeah. And I'm glad you picked that song. Uh, you remember Stacy Q? Two uh, hearts. Yeah. Two hearts that beat us. Yeah. Did you know she was in a band before she went solo? I did not know that. Called SSQ. Does that stand for something? Probably. Okay. (laughs) You're like, it could be, but I don't know. Yeah. They had a song called Synthesize. Shut up. And it's great. Synthesize. You never heard. See, I wondered if you knew this song. I just know Stacey Q from Two of Hearts, which I kind of like. Yeah. And Locomotion, which is hot garbage. Uh, I don't even know if I know. You know the song Everybody's Doing? No, I know. There's, I mean, there's a million versions of Locomotion. She did, she did a version of the 80s. I don't know if I know her version. It's terrible. But, but uh, Two of Hearts is great. Two of Hearts is good. And man. so is Synthesize from I've 1983. I've never heard this. Uh, well, here it is. Yeah, right, right away. <laughs> wow. Just leaning into it. This is, yeah. I, it's crazy. I don't know what this is. Never heard it. Never seen this video. <laughs> I mean, I this mean, is, this is like someone is like, we need an '80s spoof. <laughs> what can we do? Just play something on the synth real fast. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, first wow. a bunch of sound effects and some vocoder yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Right, ah, come on, this and it's got like a drag race themed video. It sounds like a commercial for like an early Nintendo game, <laughs> in, in a good way. Yeah. Is that Stacy Q? I don't know what Stacy Q looks like, so I guess so. I can't, her hair's a little short. She hair got longer for two of hearts. Oh, okay. Maybe that's just throwing me off, but it was curly. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's her. Yeah. Oh wow. There's some, there's some great synth, and then and also like the drums or the drum pad drums. Oh, don't get me started on drum pads. I love those so much. I had a friend who was a drummer in high school, and in his basement he had drums and yeah. a drum pad. Yeah. And I was like, can I can I play these? He's like, yeah, play it. I hate playing drum pads. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Oh, that is such Stacy Q. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. You're like, this is Stacy Q at her edgiest. Yeah, because it's still a little bit more guitar-y. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, this is good. I mean, she's cute it's as hell. Synthesize. This is like, like you said, it looks like a Pepsi commercial yeah, or something like really that. Yeah, it really does. 
You know whoever wrote this when they came up with Synthesize, they're like, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Synthesize. Yeah. I need to find out what SSQ stands for. It's driving me Yeah, because she wasn't called Stacy Q yet in, in this band. She was still using her real name, Stacy whatever. Oh. <laughs> There's also so many synth sounds. There's here. almost, I mean... This like, they be... really, like, they they bought a synthesizer and wrote this song that weekend when they were still so taken with, like, all the different sounds we can Look use. what we can do with all these. Yeah. Again, the keytar I'm in love with. Yeah, drum pads, keytar, and synths. <laughs> it's the greatest. And Stacey Q in front. SSQ, formerly Q, is a synth pop outfit consisting of Stacey Swain, John St. James, and past members included Dan Van Patten and John Van Terrigan, Rich West, Carl Moet, and Skip Hahn. Holy God. Does it say what the SSQ stands for? Uh, let's see. She was the original OG. Yeah. Oh, they're from America. Oh, shit. You missed it. Hold on. Watch what he does. <laughs> no, not that part. Not that part. Watch. If you have a keytar, you might as well smash it. Oh, how dare you? Because <laughs> it's a keytar. <laughs> it's a keytar. Yeah, no, they're American band. Yeah. I think the SS may stay for St. James and or Stacy Swain. Stacy Swain. Maybe she was the big part of it. Oh, wait a minute. After they reformed. St. James was forced to change the name of Q because of copyright problems from Quincy Jones, who had the Q moniker. So they they just said SSQ. Okay. That's funny. You've never heard this? Never. I guess it wasn't a big hit. I don't even know how I know it. Never even seen it on video. Yeah. It feels like I should know it, and I'm like, why don't I? Oh, you're kind of like red pleather. She's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This song rules. I mean, especially because this is 83. Yeah. This should have been a bigger hit. Yeah, this is like a this is like a mission statement for Synth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guarantee you no one knew of SSQ. No one knew of, of uh, Stacy Q. Yeah. Uh, until Two of Arts. Also, she sounds different. Her voice is lower here. In Two of Hearts, she gets a little higher pitch. Yeah, I think in Two of Hearts, it's like pitched up with, yeah. with electronics, right? Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah, she was good. So when Two of Hearts came out, again, I'm too young to remember it as like a current hit. It wasn't like, oh, Stacey Q from SSQ, SSQ is gone solo. No, it was like, oh, here's this new person, Stacey Q, has a song okay. on Two of Hearts, which is so poppy and bubblegummy. Yeah. So this song did nothing. It no. was nothing. No. It should have been something. It's it good. Should have been. It's great. I, it's great. I can't yeah. believe it's not. I like it better than Two of Hearts. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's a little bit more of a rock song. It it's hard. more my style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was that had to be it. That was great. Yeah. I can't believe I don't know that, and I'm so glad I do. I, I love all the little soloing with the different yes. sounds, and it's. It's like when anything's new, people haven't figured out that less is more yeah. yet, you know? That was yeah. a big thing with synthesizers. Like, we can do anything with it, so let's do let's all Let's do the, everything. Let's do all the things. Like when MySpace came out, and you could put <laughs> you could put all those fucking animated GIFs on it and the sparkly Tinkerbells and things. It's like, you don't have to. 
Put one. Yeah. You know, you don't no, have to cover it. You don't have to cover your profile all the things. with all this stuff so that when I look at your profile, my computer crashes. Because <laughs> yeah. it can't handle it. It can't handle your wall. Just use one or two. One's fine. Yeah, that's the synthesizer. That's, that's the synthesizer on synthesizer. Yeah. It's like, let's make sure we use every option. Everything's the on the table. Right. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you picked this next artist. I mean, it's about time. We're long overdue. Same year as Synthesize. Yeah. Same year as Synthesize. Yeah. Uh, same year as uh, Keep Feeling Fascination. 83. Yeah, 83. Big year for synthesizers. Big year. This is Zap. Sure. I Can Make You Dance. Not with Roger, just Zap. No, it was with Roger. Zap started out as Zap. Yeah. And then later on, it became Zap with Roger. Okay. So there's a whole story that I'm going to tell about this, which is way sad. All right. This is uh, I Can Make You Dance. Not one of my, not my even top three favorite songs by them. Yeah, what's the big one? Oh, more Bounce to the Ounce. More Bounce to the Ounce. And, and, and uh, Blow That Thing, Do I Diddy. Do I Diddy. Those I think we've favorites. had that on the show That's before. one I had on. Yeah. There's also, they didn't do a lot of videos. No. Um, and then he went solo and had a couple of songs okay. that were big. But this is this is a classic electro funk. Yeah, this one I'm not too familiar with. <laughs> but that sound. Yep. Yeah. This is such a poppin' and lockin' song. Yeah. So much. Right at that perfect moment where funk met like new wave sound. My favorite. Yeah. Yep. And he's always using that voice uh, coder. Vocoder? Yeah, vocoder. Yeah. Right, like the master of it. Isabel bought me a book on the history of the vocoder for Christmas. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I haven't read it yet, but... Oh, let me know. We need a report. <laughs> yeah. I love the vocoder. I love it. Yeah. So, Zap is started... They're from Dayton, Ohio. Of course they're from Ohio. That's yeah. where all fun comes from. Fun comes yeah. from. Four brothers, the Trotman brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger and Larry were... Roger was the big one. Who's the lead guy and does the keyboard. And literally, like, made the vocoder a thing. And, yeah. And, and, and funk. Had a ton of hits... Kind of broke up. Larry became the manager. Mm -hmm. And then in 1999, Larry murdered Roger. Oh, yeah. I remember that detail. Yeah. And then Larry committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Real weird. Real weird. Yeah. I vaguely remember that happening because I wasn't familiar with the band when that happened, but I still remember it being like that. Fratricide. Yeah. So yeah, he went and went to the went to his house, shot him, and then like killed himself in his car, and they found him like a day later. Yeah. It was all over money. Ugh. Yeah. Just money was owed, and it wasn't being paid, and it's just ugly. That's a bummer. Yes. But hey, this song's a party. Hey, this song's great. Wait, (laughs) I'll bring it up a little bit. This will make you happy too. So, um, he was. George Clinton discovered them basically. Not yeah. discovered them, but was the one that went to Warner Brothers and was like, hey, they're legit. Yeah. Sign them. But who produced them is, I can't remember his name, but he was one of the family members of your favorite group, the Silvers. The Silvers? The Silvers was the family band that I put on that did uh, a hotline. Hot, oh, uh, yeah. That big yeah, ass yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A family of, band. like the teens. We did that. Yes, we did yeah. teens. Yeah. He produced. Zap, like almost oh. all of Zap stuff. Oh, okay. Got Leon, Leon Sylvester. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, now how is the voice sounding like that when he doesn't have the vocal? This is fake. 
This is also like a thing of where like hip hop also used so much. Yeah. Zap. Yeah. And uh, like uh, Ice when when Roger Troutman died, Ice Cube was like, yeah, the only reason I know of I got into rap is because of Zap. Zap. Yeah. Yeah. There is. There's always been to me though something gross about the vocoder. Because like, because like you know, there's so much saliva. Like just like drool. Yeah, yeah. You just, uh, just have yeah, yeah. I, but I'll just we'll put all that on Peter Frampton and not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's blame him. Yeah. Also, I'm always confused about how it works. I don't know either, but I have that book now. I can't wait. So I'll read it and report that. Because I was like, okay, you stick it in your mouth. Yeah. And you have to play the keyboard at the same time to generate the sound. Right. And you're like, well, do you have to do special notes or can you just play anything? Well, it's like, it's auto-tuning your voice. Yes. But do you still have to sing the notes or do you sing in a monotone? Yeah. Can you just kind of speak sing? Is it like a kazoo? So many. I don't know. What if that's the science behind it? Yeah, it's just like a kazoo. <laughs> kazoo tech. So like, it's electric kazoo. Yeah, it's electric. It yeah. Oh, that's a great name for a band. <laughs> electric kazoo? Electric kazoo. Oh. Yeah, yeah classic. Zap. Classic. Yeah. Uh, all right, what do we get? Oh, I think I, I think I talked about this a while ago. Uh, it's Berlin. We're going to talk about Berlin. Fuck yeah, we're going to talk about Berlin. Terry Nunn. Yep. Great. Front women of all time. Awesome. We're not going to do Take My Breath Away. A, because it's overplayed, and B, because it sucks it anyway. Suck. Fuck that song. But, the, I mean, the Berlin anthem is is the Metro. I love Metro. Metro. Yes. Do you like um, No More Words? I don't know if I know that song. Here's the problem. Yeah. I continually confuse Berlin with missing persons. Okay, I don't know Missing Persons that well, but... Missing Persons, I know, did Walking in L.A. Uh-huh. And Berlin did Metro. No, Berlin did No More Words. No more words. Tell yeah. me that you love me. Was Missing Maybe. Persons a real, like, synthy band? Yes. Oh, okay. Very much okay. so. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, Berlin is synthy. Yeah. I know Berlin... I mean, like, a lot of people I only knew take my breath away for a long time. Yeah. Until I was in college and VH1 did that show, um, Bands Reunited. Did they do Berlin? They did Berlin. Berlin was one of the best ones. I watched that. Forget about it. Because the story with Berlin was Terry and the guy who was like the chief songwriter, yes. keyboard player, were an item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Now so like their drama became the band's drama. And there was a lot of like that guy. He just became like a computer program yeah. or something like that he wasn't doing music anymore okay, and he had a little a lot of bitter feelings so it, and also sort of that that thing of like well you know our big song wasn't even like i don't think he wrote take my breath no away someone and, else wrote it and yeah. also i think also it's not even berlin basically it's yeah. just terry and then session people and then berlin came and kind of made it there right so he feels he never got any of the credit yeah. for being the band leader that he was you know and also like his girlfriend's so hot, and so everyone's just paying attention to her, yeah. and she's the singer. But he wrote The Metro. That's such a good song. And, and he, he ended up doing, even though he was reluctant, he did The Bands Reunited, and he played it with the band. And it was like a happy ending Oh, episode. I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to watch a live performance by Berlin from like a few years ago in Las Vegas. Oh. 
to a, like a relatively small room for I I don't know is it Vegas maybe it's not Vegas but it's just it's they're still around yeah that guy is not still in the band so it's just Terry and then the rest of the band but not that guy I don't know if the rest of the band are like original members because who cares yeah. <laughs> it's it's you're here to see Terry you're here to see Terry and hear the jams yeah I so mean they only had a couple of hits so it's not like they had a whole catalog. Yeah, so this is she's like sixty, yeah, something. Well, can't wait. Probably here, but it still got it. And at first, like you're going to be like, okay, she can still hit the notes, but like she's pitching her voice down a little bit. Oh, not, okay, but then she'll hit some wild notes later on. And you're like, yeah, Terry's still got Terry's it. Terry's got it. All right, I can't wait. I'm glad a lot. This I is mean, great. Oh, oh yeah. you look fantastic. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh. Yeah, a little yeah. more. <laughs> oh, you are. Oh, she looks fantastic. Yeah. And it's like, it's a sit down crowd of, of you know, yeah. people of a certain age. Yeah, like, I remember this band. Yeah. I'm just going to enjoy the music. I don't need to dance yet. Yeah. Oh, this is a great It's such a cool song. So good. My college girlfriend was obsessed with this song. Yeah? Just could not stop playing even in the 90s. I listened to it a lot after. Oh, yeah, that part's cool. That's, 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 that's so great. I love that. Everyone's, they're nodding. They're not dancing, they're yeah, nodding. They're like, like, yeah, I remember dancing to this. Well, I mean, some have sciatica. Yeah. <laughs> some, you know, their knee got a little bit of a bum knee. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it is. Yeah. They're and, enjoying it. And the band, too, like, they're, they're, they're playing it great, but they're not going crazy. She's sort of, like, gliding around yes. the stage, but she's not, they're like, you know. we don't need to exert any more energy than we need to. Yeah. But I would, I would see this. I'd go see them. I'd see them. Yeah. I mean, well, I would see them, but it would have to be like five other bands. A members. package deal. It'd yeah. be a package deal. Because <laughs> I don't need to hear Take My Breath Away. Eh, you sit through it. You sit through yeah. it. I think after the pod, we're going to play No More Words. You'd be able to recognize it you'd be like, oh, this is, this is good, not as good as Metro. Yeah. It was definitely like their second. It was a huge hit, and it was definitely like, we're, we're pop now. Yeah. Cool sense, I think this isn't in the uh, studio. No, but I also don't think this guy was part of them. Right, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just her. As, yeah, in, uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good though. Yeah, yeah. yeah Terry. Oh, that's awesome. Here getting with the guitarist. It's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, that part is my... I'm realizing no, that's my favorite part. Yeah. And that's all that dude, her, her boyfriend from the... Who, was, who created the band, who's not in it anymore. <laughs> oh, now they do it like a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, I want to do my favorite part. Oh, she did a little different. Oh, okay. 
in the original. So she was saving all her energy for this. She 100% was. Yeah. She nailed it, too. Yeah. But she was like, I'm going to keep that in my reserve. She's like, I got to hit that note. Yeah. In the original, it's just a very faint ethereal. Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, Which yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like. I actually like that more, but she nailed that moment. Yeah. You're right. Everyone is sitting down. <laughs> they're chair dancing. They're, they're chair dancing because yeah, yeah. they, well, they got their drinks. Yeah. You I know. mean, look, this is like the equivalent of of in the in the early '90s when you'd see like those doo-wop things yes. on PBS. It's like the coasters. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. like ah, they're back. Yeah, they're they're see, remember the music you love. Uh, contribute now to PBS <laughs> and get this the CD uh, of this. That yeah. was great. Yeah, so that was just a that was a cool. I'm glad you picked that. Reese's 2017. This is uh, oh okay, not too bad. Yeah, was that was four great years ago. Because obviously that's like a pop favorite. Yeah, but important for scent. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And I, you know, don't like take my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that song. Yeah, no, the Metro it's is terrible. Good. And uh, yeah, and we love and we love Berlin. Yeah. Uh, so oh, we're going. This is a, this is another live song. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So so introduce your next next okay. clip. Luke, like of course this guy is going to be Yes, in the, of course uh, I'm going to have yeah. Teddy Riley yeah. on the synthesizer show. Yeah. Uh this is him on Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Now this is called Teddy's Jam 2. Uh-huh. And this is basically just an instrumental. Okay. And it's a sequel mm-hmm. because to Teddy's Jam Teddy, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's hundred uh, percent. Teddy's Jam, the first one, was like a surprise hit for the album because it's just an instrumental, but it was so funky. Yeah, people loved it, and so for their second album, he's like, "Well, fuck, I'm gonna do a Teddy's Jam too." Yeah, goddamn right I am. <laughs> and it gets even funkier. This one's even funkier. Uh, there's riffing by Aaron Hall, the lead singer, but it's mostly just fucking synthesizer. The lead singer of oh, of Guy, of Guy. Okay, yes. so it's, it's Guy, not it's Guy. Yeah. Yeah, so this is 1990. Okay. Yeah. Terrible name for a band. <laughs> it's not the best not name. The best I agree. Yeah. I agree because when I first heard of them, I was I thought Guy was a, na- a guy. Yeah. Named Guy. Yeah. Just some Frenchman. Yeah. 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 That's heavy. Because big ass guitar. So that this is the beginning of Teddy's Jam. Yeah. And so they brought it back again for Teddy's Jam too. Was this jam? Yeah. Yeah. That's the new Jack Jam. Yep. And I don't think he's got a. That's not a voice coder, a vocoder that's on. I think it's just. Uh, this is just one of those. Yeah. Um, Mac mics. Yeah. Have you ever owned a guitar? And if not, why not? Because I, if I played piano, yeah, a hundred percent, I would own a guitar. <laughs> I know a girl, a woman, uh, Laura McKenzie from LA, yeah, from Chicago. I'm sorry, com- very talented uh, performer, and um, she owns a guitar. Yeah. And every now and then, she'll go on YouTube and wear a fake mustache and pretend to be a guy, like a cheesy '80s guy, and play the guitar. <laughs> and it's great. I think the guitar is the coolest fucking thing ever. 
Yeah. My cousin had one of those toy ones when we were little. Oh, kids, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never played a real one. I mean, other than being able to just stand and move around, I guess it's the same thing as a synthesizer. I don't think you get a different. Yeah, there's no you're not actually like manipulating anything with your fretting hand, are you? It's just I is it just a, key, a keyboard no, that you No, there's something you're doing with your left hand, oh, but okay. it's you're pressing I thought you were pressing something. Okay. Well that's down to Wendy Carlin. Yes. But yeah, like Teddy's jam, the first one, was like such a big like not underground, but like such a big deal for those like big jack fans. Yeah. Then when the second came out, you're like, there's a Teddy's jam too? <laughs> no way. And then there was a Teddy's jam on every subsequent <laughs> guy yes. album. Well, there's only three guy albums. Because by the time this was done, they hated each other. <laughs> Wait, so there was the third one. Was there Teddy's Jam 3? No, there wasn't. Teddy's, we don't talk about the third guy album. <laughs> it's, not, it's like 2002. Oh, oh it yeah. And it sounds okay. like... Yeah. It sounds like 2002 R&B. Yeah. Everybody, come on. But, yeah. Teddy, I mean, Teddy was like a... A, a wonderkin with the, the keyboard. He learned it like when he was like seven or eight. Yeah. And then we do keyboards. He did keyboards on uh, the show. Were um, um, Doug Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew. Oh, right, right, right. He's the one that does keyboards. Yeah, I'm sure we talked about that yeah. in New Jack Swing episode. Yeah. yeah, the way that some people can just like sit down at an instrument and it just like makes sense to them. Yeah, and they can he's just like, I've learned, I can do piano now. I wish I had that. Uh, I wish I could be a brilliant musician without having to do all that learning music. I don't want to have to look or read it. I just yeah. want to get to it and play it. <laughs> and now he's holding up his keyboard in the air, his guitar in the air. Yeah. Short little guy. Oh, he's tiny. And there's Aaron. Love those jackets. Uh, let me tell you something. Easily, when I saw this on our city hall when yeah. it first came out, I was like, wish I could wear that jacket. Yeah, you can. I cannot you wear cannot. that jacket. You can't. I don't have that in me. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> I wish I had been old enough to watch the Arsenio Hall show in the brief few years when it oh, was. It just... I was old enough that my friends whose parents didn't give them bedtimes would stay up and watch it and then talk about it the next day. And then I'd have to be like, it sounds so cool. I wish I could. <laughs> it, just the, the amount of guests that he had on, musical guests, were like legendary. Yeah. Never really gave a shit about the actor, even though he had beta actors on. Yeah. Because he was such a terrible interviewer. His weird interview style, his like lean forward. He's like, with yeah, the, yeah, 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 Robert De Niro. <laughs> they could have De Niro on. Mm, yeah, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like being Italian? <laughs> You're just like, okay, dude. But then he'd have fucking Teddy Riley on. And New Kids on the Block. Yeah. And KOTB. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's skip ahead many years, right? Yes. Yeah. We've done a lot of 70s and 80s and a little early 90s. Or was that maybe 89 still? You that was 90. was 90. Teddy Riley was 90. 90. Yeah. Uh, what's what's this next thing? I don't know what this Do you know Dame is. Funk? No, I think maybe you mentioned I've talked Dame about Funk. Dame Funk. Yeah. Dame Funk from Pasadena. Yeah. Is. Oh, that's some, did we watch a Dame Funk video? I don't think we've ever watched a Dame Funk video. Maybe maybe you talked about, about it. it during a pandemic episode or something. I'm, I think I named it during a pandemic because that's that is ringing bells. Dame Funk is like the guy who's holding the synthesizer candle flame. Yeah, he's just the synth funk guy. He's going to sound a lot like 80s funk because that's what he wants to sound like. Yeah. This is from 2009. Uh, okay, the, so it's not that new, but no. it's, yeah. It's this uh, song called Mirror. This is from his debut album. He had this debut album in 2009 called To Each His Own. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking double album. Mirrors. Mirrors. By Dame Funk. So good. 
so just like it's gonna sound like zap and just like a little bit of like parlant, but it's just funky. I mean, it sounded like they're reading Rainbow Feed funked up at the beginning. Oh hell yeah, I love that comparison. And so it's he's mostly instrumental, and then he'll kind of talk sing. Uh huh. Um, on, or some songs he won't talk sing at all; it's just instrumental. Oh, was this the dude who did the video that was shot in the park? No, that's Thundercat. Oh, that was Thundercat. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Thundercat and Dame Funk are friends and work together. Okay. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So he's got a real whispery voice, and that's kind of the stuff he does. He does have some uh, actual songs that have singing in it. Yeah. But a lot of it's just all this, and then he just keeps playing the guitars. It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Ween does Prince parody. <laughs> oh, that's so thing. funny. And, <laughs> and Gene does his uh, his approximation of the uh, what's the what's the his persona? Celeste. Or oh, 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 Camille. Car- Camille. Camille. Yeah. Celeste. <laughs> and there's Celeste. I'll take it. Yeah. And there's more guitar. Yeah, this is cool. So what you hearing now that? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's like his sound. That's like he has it a lot on. Yeah. This isn't even one of like he's got a lot of my favorite song of his is like Ten West. Yeah. Which is about driving on the Ten West. Yeah. The ten, and, and that like and it sounds like you're driving on the Ten West. <laughs> it's really amazing. Pasadena funk. This yeah. this is very princey too. Very, very. And he is just he's just one of these kind of like He's like a weird, arty, funky freak. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear him on KCRW? I must have, because I don't know how I got this album. Yeah. But I must have heard it, and then I, I bought To Each His Own on CD. Mm-hmm. Still have it, and I played the fuck out of it. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite album of his. Um, he's got a ton of other ones, and he does a lot of collaborations, but he's on, um, he's on KCRW quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of like a, a weirdo. Yeah, I can see the connection to Thundercat. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've worked together on a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah, this is one of those, it's it's kind of that low-key funk. Yeah. And that, I, I play this a lot when I'm working. I played it today. I'm surprised it's as old as it is. 2009? Yeah, because I would have thought maybe more like mid-2010s or yeah. you know, maybe yeah. the past few years. He's He's been around for a while. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't realize Two Inches Out was his first album. Because hmm. he's got like 10 or 12. And then he disappears. That was cool. So. Dame Funk. Dame Funk is like one of... It, it's the another example of the hey, here's a new artist playing old stuff. I feel relevant. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like music I like. Yeah. It sounds like music I like. Oh this my God. new music sounds like my old music. I'm hip. Yeah, I love when that happens. Oh, I That's love it. That's why I love Dave Funk and like Thundercat because I'm like, oh, I can sound cool. Yeah. Like, oh, I listen, I've been listening to Dave Funk since 2009. I never heard of Thundercat until you brought him to the podcast and I've like heard of Thundercat many times since then. Oh, really? You know, oh, that's context. great. So, yeah. That's great. Okay, but I have a special treat to close the show. I mean, the format of our show has always been that we watch YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while in the past, 
year. I've brought TikTok yes. onto the show because TikTok is everything now. Yes. We're going to watch some TikToks. I love TikToks. Uh, we had a lot of fun watching that kid add unnecessary sax solos to. I love that dude. Yeah. Love that dude. So I came across this account, and as soon as I saw this video, I st- I followed the account. I was like, I got to share this with Kirk, but I'm gonna wait huh. for the synth episode. Oh my god, how long have you had this dialed up? Uh, months, <laughs> many months, many much months, several many months, several many much months. Uh, this is just a dude who owns a bunch of vintage synthesizers and then recreates like famous synthy songs with them and plays them in short little TikToks. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. You've always delivered when you've brought non like video videos to it. So I'm real excited. This is just a dude who owns a bunch of synths in his studio remaking famous synths. I I cannot wait. So I think I've got five or six of them. Oh, let me get But they're not the full songs. It's just like, you know, the clips clips. of the hook. So yeah. So uh, his name is Luke Million. Of course it is. The Synth God. Wait, is that his full title? It says something like that. No, it says something like that like on his profile. Oh, okay. It says The Synth Lord. Or like the Synth like Lord. So the first thing we're going to watch is the one that hooked me. And like, it made me... I already liked the song and it made me like it more because you think of it as sort of a cheesy 80s song. But then when you watch Luke Millions layer all the different synth parts that every time he has another part, you're like, oh, this song just keeps getting better. It's Safety Dance. Oh, okay. By Men Without Hats. But this is him recreating it with his uh, equipment. Oh, I love that little, like, thing he's working. Is it like a... Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah. Ah, oh, this guy's great. This is a cool song. Yeah. But he's wow. got like the actual models of, yeah. of synths that they used to make all the original songs, so he can create, he can recreate the sounds exactly. Wow. Holy shit. It sounds so clean. Yeah. Yeah. This is oh the best part right God. there. He's making me like the song more. Right? The first time I watched it, I just kept going like, yeah! I watched it like ten times, and that's it. Wow. He just plays that bit. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I, I, I watched it a million times in a row the first time I saw it. <laughs> I was like, I gotta show Kirk. That's good. But then I was like, oh, let me look at his account and see what else he did. And I found some other gems. All right. So now let's do Just Can't Get Enough. Another by, great song. Uh, Another Depeche great Mode. song. Yeah. Before they got all dark when they were like, we're going to be the poppiest band in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is so poppy good. Yeah. I. The fact that there's no singing makes it seem fresher. Yeah. He's just a dude who owns 50 synthesizers. Wow. I mean, like... Like, what does he do for a living? Who is he? Where is he? <laughs> he's got to be in L.A. You think so? I mean, uh, he could be... He could be anywhere. I don't even know if he's American. The Mysterious Good Yeah. 
I mean, you can fucking play, too. Yeah. Uh, this is a jam. This is a jam. Just oh, I like how it just stops. Yeah. He's like, okay, I've like, shown you what I got. You can, well, it's TikTok. You can't go oh, yeah, forever. Yeah. All right. This, this is a good one. This is, uh... Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. It's one of my favorite holidays. Oh, yeah. Madonna songs. When it kicks in. Uh, this is a great way to end this. I like how he puts the effects it. on the video. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I just wonder how much he spent. I know. Because <laughs> or does he get him at like garage sales? I mean, he would really have to fix him up then. So if he's a tech wizard, maybe. Yeah. But- because their vintage shoes, like, they don't make them anymore. No. And they're highly coveted. I feel like any one of those would cost, like, ten grand. Yeah, exactly. Know? And the upkeep form. Yeah. Because if something breaks, you're like, well, shit. <laughs> That's Did we great. say that it's holiday by Madonna? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not what I expected Luke Millions to look like. <laughs> he's just a dork. Yeah, he's just a yeah. dork in a white shirt and big hair and a beard. Yeah. And it's he's like got a 35 year old emoji yeah. thing. That was great. Because you gotta make it a TikTok. Yeah. Oh. Alright. I want to I want you to close your eyes for the next few because okay. I don't want to give them away. I want to see if you can recognize them. And we got three more. Alright. This will be easy. It's uh it's Prince. Yeah. Controversy. Yeah. Nice, dude. The fun thing is when you, you know, you when you're on TikTok and you're just scrolling through your feed, yeah. the people you follow, just like any social media, you see what they post when they post it. So I always get so excited when he posts a new thing. Yeah. You know? He has not disappointed. Yeah. can play anything. Yeah. I mean, he really can. Oh, I love it. I wonder how long, like, does it take a long time to figure out which sounds to use? And... Yeah. This, whatever it is, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I close my eyes. Okay. This next one, I don't know. I picked it specifically for you because I figure you'll get it. Okay. Sounds familiar. You know what? Not yet. I'm like waiting for it to kick in, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't sound like the original enough? I'll give you a hint. It's not a pop song. It's TV music. I don't know what this is. This is Crockett's theme from Miami Vice. Oh! Oh! Okay. Yeah. I thought... I, I don't know. I thought you would know. I think maybe I just thought... Can I just think of his incidental music? Yeah. 
Um, and that, uh, when I think of Mind Advice, I just think of the theme song. The theme song. So the last one is also, a, this is a TV theme, but I this know. one is much more recognizable to everyone in the world. Like, name a synthy TV theme. Um, Law and Order? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Night Rider. Night Rider. God damn, it sounds fucking perfect. Yeah. This makes me like Night Rider. Yeah. Oh, well, I've never seen the show. I've never, I've never the watched music the show. Has the been cool. Oh my god, this guy's a genius. Yeah. Fuck. This is making me appreciate the song even more. Oh, it's cool. This guy is great. Yeah. Every video has comments where people are just like, this seems like it's so fun to do. And he comments back like, it is. <laughs> oh, that's good that he's like, this is great. I love yeah. it. Oh, look at that fucking thing he's playing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bringing it back to like uh, the, the, the Moog where it's got, the all, the buttons it's got all the, the yeah. buttons and the wires and shit. Oh, full circle. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, I'll send you those so you can follow his account. Please. Where, uh, and then, and then uh, there are compilations on YouTube too for okay. anyone who's not on TikTok. I could see just kind of like going down a wormhole. Like I'm going to spend an hour just watching each song. Yeah. That's the trap of uh, TikTok. It's the appeal of the synth. Yeah. But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. I hope that satisfied your... The, the, the synthesizer... The guitar-sized hole oh, in Music Raygun. The that's scratch been yeah. has been itched. <laughs> music Raygun is hosted and produced by me, Paul Ciampanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Check him out at bagweed.bandcamp.com. Until next time. See ya!